Hello and welcome to Tools in the Shed, a podcast powered by Cars Guide, um, and we're ready to rip into car stuff that has caught our eye this week. Welcome to 2020. I'm James. With me is Richard. Hi. And Matt. Hello. Uh, this week, we're in the Automotive Departure Lounge, casting an eye over some of the major ones that uh, that left us, and we're also going to catch up with three of the cars that have passed through the Cars Guide garage this week. And we'll catch up with our favourite alleged father-to-be and slave to the rhythm in this week's Musk Watch. <laughs> so stay with us. Um, but first, we've yeah. had some feedback. And um, look, now, Remesis... 023 says, I really hope Gazoo Racing is taking over for the United States. Please let me have this car, because we were talking about the Yaris GR. Chesto Mm -hmm. had the story on that. Um, It does say it's the second global GR model since the Supra, so fingers crossed. And as far as I'm aware... Uh, TRD, which was the umbrella for you know performance and what have you for Toyota in the states, is yep. being superseded by GR. Yeah. Yep. And, but as to whether or not the Yaris goes there, I'm not sure. Yes, I don't know. Unlikely, I want to say. You reckon? Yep. Yeah, I'm thinking it's, we're pretty bloody lucky we're getting it here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I reckon with the US, the, uh, they miss out on a lot of good cars over there. They, they do, do. But the only thing that might get it over the line mm. is all-wheel drive. So. Yep. That's true. They yep. love a snowy car over there. Oh, don't they ever? That's a good point. Um, Jack2801 says, look, 12 minutes, 30 seconds for the Toyota GR Yaris talk. So he's obviously a bit peeved that he had to weave through all the other crap <laughs> to get to what he wanted. Ah. So apologies for that, Jack. Wow. Uh, it is a podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's other stuff on offer. Uh, Chris, <laughs> like the rest of the web. Chris Paul Glace or Paul Glace says, just a small one, I think you'll find TRD made 800 Orions, and that is just egg all over Mal's face. Oh, how many did and he it, say? I forget. Mal, it wasn't yeah. 800. And it could be that Chris is well known to Mal. I, I have it on good authority that those yes. two do know one another. I think I've seen them conversing on the Facebook. So Mal, on, on Wikipedia. Mal, <laughs> yes. Mal suggested uh, that Chris could become our Orion TRD expert. He's our go-to. Oh, is it Chris Harris? No, no. Sorry, Chris Paul Glaze. Paul Glaze. Oh, um, right, okay. All right. That, that, that's a niche job, if ever there was oh, one. one. He'll have it covered. So that's good. We, we're progressively covering all these bases. How many of them are left? Let's see if just said Mazda 2, question mark. What? Now, uh, I was trying to rack my brain from oh, the yes. last program of last year. Go, go ahead. I think what they're saying is maybe that there could be a hot version of Mazda that's 2. That's 2 as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. currently Mazda 2 and Yaris are the same car in the U.S., Yep. But we don't get that here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so we get a specific Yaris and a specific Mazda 2. Yeah. So okay. maybe the next generation Mazda 2 will be a conglomerative effort with the Yaris. Uh, yes. I see. I see. Yep. Uh, that'd be good. Uh, BPR uh, Ben Pinnock says, Sorry for the spelling mistake. I'm dyslexic. Now, that was That's because right. I took issue with Ben's spelling Opal, the car maker, O-P-A-L, mm. so a you know a precious gemstone yep. as opposed to the car brand. So yep. my apologies, BPR Ben Pinnock. And in fact, we're oh. going to give you the uh, Citroen Monopoly game yep. oh. uh, that we, yeah. we threatened to give away at the end of last year. So That's right. Not the Scrabble, though. Get the Monopoly. To, no, no, no. <laughs> get to comments at carsguide.com.au. Give us your address details, and uh, we'll send that out to you. What makes it Citroen? Uh, it's all pieces. French. Yeah, it's all So you've got the Champs-Élysées. Deserts, Champs-Élysées. Deserts, Deserts. 
It's fantastic. Champs. Um, now, Renesis023 says, I think there is an homologation requirement. 2020 R5 is moving to three-cylinder, right? And I think what he's referencing there is the World Rally Championship regulations ah, around yes. three-cylinder cars and all-wheel drive, 1.6 litres, etc. Mm. So the GR Yaris could well be connected to that. So that's a yep. great pickup. Mm. And for that, Remesis023... You get a Monopoly game as well. <laughs> you get a so Monopoly we, so game. So do the same thing. Send us your <laughs> details. Comments at carsguide.com.au and we'll send it out to you. Now, Da Cook, who oh, we've been uh, speaking to on a regular basis, says, Happy New Year, guys. Thanks, mate. Um, finishing the Commodore topic, ZB is no doubt great car, but the rear sale value will be very, very zero. <laughs> <laughs> so now, what do you say? But the resale yeah. value will very be zero. Oh. Um Yaris GR is groundbreaking, uh, so bold. I still can't believe it's Toyota. He goes on about various other things. Uh, we probably haven't got time to, to cover it all. Can we get him uh, in one day? When he's in, when he comes to Australia. So yeah, during, during yeah. I don't know, Richard, you'll have to get in touch with him. Come on um, in. That could be your job. <laughs> yeah. He says, keep it's, up the good work. So that's very encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Duck Hook. It's a bit squashy um, in the, in the Ian shed. Ian Thomas is, was, in. was getting all reflective as the year came to an end. Mm. Another year of cars is gone. For me, the biggest change is the increase in EVs available in Australia. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem is charge networks across Australia is still limited. Mm. I would have to draw from my home uh, 45 minutes to the uh, sorry, I'd have to drive from my home 45 minutes to the nearest charge station. Installing a home charge depending at the speed kilowatt hours is expensive. Yeah. And to think when I started work there were no computers. The office had a telex, no mobile phones, no internet, cars had no airbags. I remember going to a newly opened BMW showroom and thinking, wow. <laughs> and BMWs are a dime a dozen now. So Ian must be a person of a certain age because That's I can yes. relate to all of that. Or, or he just comes from Queensland. Which is permanently stuck in a certain point yeah. in time. Yeah. Uh, Rico says, how many right-hand drive markets does GM currently participate in? Australia, New Zealand, Thailand, can't think of any more. UK. Which is a really good point. I don't think they're there anymore. There's yeah, no, because... There's no Chevrolet. There's no, no GM in UK. There's only Vauxhall, which is now under PSA. Correct. Yeah, that's right. And uh, um, yeah. they've pulled out of the markets such as India they're and... They're out of South Africa. South Africa. Yep. Um, so what, if, what if, do you, you think... if you want to go a domino theory... Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Oh, what that, what's that comment suggesting? Well, the cost, the cost of making right and left-hand drive is... Exorbitant. So yeah. make it left-hand drive, make yourself a left-hand drive company. Can I put something out there? EVs are going to change all that because you can, you can have a centre steering wheel, I reckon, mm. or, or a west steering wheel. Or one that swaps across. Or one that swaps across. The wheel and pedal set connected as one item mm. and you just move, move it, it across. one side of the yeah. car to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Autonomous cars don't even need steering no, wheels. don't. My God. Where we're going, we don't need <laughs> steering wheels. All right. Uh, then we do. ESP Audio says Holden should retire Holden as a name which I was grappling with. Mm. Um, So I think General Motors as a name and Mm -hmm. go with the imports uh, native brand, Chev and GMC, et cetera. I reckon a GMC Acadia would sell well. Uh, A Holden, as a Holden, clearly not. Uh, Those international brands have appeal. Holden just has the reek of failure. Well, Mm, I think all those people that have put Chevy badges on their Holdens all those years, well, well, you know, you've got to be careful what you wish for. They'll be vindicated. Yeah. Maybe there'll, they'll be, be ahead a, of the curve. Maybe there'll be a shortage of Holden badges <gasps> to rebrand their rebranded. People will Commodus. put Holden badges on their Chevys. Man. Yes. Um, now Stewie GB says, "Hi guys, any inkling or info as to when Hyundai are going to release their Ute? Um, mm. I'd be a goer for a petrol hybrid, 
and presume that Hyundai would start the ball rolling to give different options, blah, blah, blah. So he, he uh, that's the gist of his message. Mm-hmm. Any ideas, Matt? Um, uh, no. no. Uh, it's, it's so up in the air, but we have seen some spy pictures surface of a new small-looking ute, a dual cab, yep. uh, apparently based on the next generation Tucson. So, All right. It, and, I mean, Hyundai in Australia and in the Australian context... Oh. They would have liked one yesterday. Oh, they're desperate uh, they're, for it. They're really desperate for it. Mm. So Kia's the same? <laughs> As is Kia, work. that's right. <laughs> Richard just tried to catch a mint and it didn't work tried to catch for it our listeners. Eye. Sorry Normally for we were trying for random acts of kindness. That was just a random act. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> my coordination is all over the shop these days. Yeah, the workshop. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that, that thank you very much to everybody who um, <laughs> gave us their feedback and their thoughts. That's much appreciated. And we're going to move on to our topic du jour, our, our key... I thought somebody just walked past then. Maybe they <laughs> in did. The background. Maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, security will catch him. Yeah, it's weird. I just yeah. Or Fang, our shop, Fang. Yeah, the shop Fang. dog. Fang or get yes. onto German now, Shepherd. We we had a story up on carsguide.com.au. It's still there uh, about ten significant cars that departed the scene. Yeah. In 2019, mm-hmm. so we wanted to pick our top five of that top ten. Yep. Uh, to cover off and see what we make of their departure, how significant or otherwise that might be. Yeah. yeah? And the first one that we agreed on was Infinity, yeah. and Ooh. it was like the long goodbye, wasn't it? It was this. It was a goodbye. Slow that motion. Should never have been hello. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember 2012. I want to say going to the relaunch of Infinity Mm -hmm. in New Zealand. It was the M35H. And uh, when we arrived in the hotel where we were staying, uh, Toyota dropped the news about the pricing for the Toyota 86. Yeah. And everybody forgot about about why they were there. Yeah. And started writing Toyota stories. At that time, yeah, um, I was at the 86 launch, yeah, 29,990. Yeah, everyone yeah. dropped everything. Yeah, it was like, we're yeah, going to write this yeah, quick, you know? Yeah. Yes. But Infinity fell by That's the wayside. Right. And this was the big relaunch. We're back. We know where we went wrong the first time around. Yeah. And this time, it's going to really be real. Well, um, I'm old enough to have been around the first time around. Yeah. And I was at the launch of Infinity <laughs> yeah. when it came with the Q45, etc. Yeah. And it was a very similar story, wow. you know? But at that time, it was, yeah, Lexus has broken all the ice. We don't have to do that hard yeah. work. We're just going on the on the riding along on the that way yeah. and it uh, didn't work out that's like me saying i'm going to start up a youtube channel and i'm going to be as popular as doug demuro in a year yeah. no no or it's more like i'm going to start up this thing where people can post up their their videos and it's going to be just like youtube yeah only people will like it more yeah because it'll be premium yeah <laughs> can i just say one word genesis so mm. is, are they going down the infinity path again here Maybe. Look, mm. I, I don't know about Genesis. I mm. uh, I think that maybe the product is better to start with mm-hmm. on the Genesis perspective. Yep. Um, and they're going to have an SUV soon. So that's really important for the majority of markets. But Infinity, I mean, they had some, some cars that should have appealed more than they did. Yeah. I think they, they struggled because they didn't have a dealership network set up from the beginning that was reaching where it should have reached. Mm. You know, they only had three dealerships at the peak of their powers. I but think. I mean, so, launching any brand, irrespective of category, Pretty much, you've yep. got to invest in it. Yeah, you, you've got to really make people aware. Yeah, um, I think of the so. Product. Yeah. I think there, for me, there were a couple of uh, drawbacks for Infinity. I think one was design; it just didn't look different enough from Lexus's. Um, you know, and then also maybe there was only enough room for Lexus in Australia. One maybe. prestige sub brand of a regular mainstream. What was brand. the big SUV that looked like it had been punched in the face and the nose had swollen up <laughs> and the eyes had kind of sunken down? Oh, the FX. That that yeah. one. The FX, that, which that, became 
became the QX. That was yeah. a challenging. That I was a loved challenging the look of you that loved, car. Of course you did. It, of the rounded racing. back, the huge yeah. wheels. It was yeah. Oh, it was oh, gorgeous. Fantastic. It was a beautiful looking car. Well, moving on from that horrible car, uh, <laughs> onto another. <laughs> now and, we 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 have, in fairness, we've we've given um, a separate kind of requiem for Commodore. Yep. But we must mark that it's uh, a nameplate that has gone into history in 2019. Yeah. yeah. And we've each had our big experiences with that. So there it is. Goodbye, farewell, and thank you. You can mm. still buy them. You can. I mean, yeah. in fact, they sold a few VF2s last year. Well, that's so it, which is There's going to be ZBs still for sale in 2022 this, by that logic. This is what's confusing because, as, as we were discussing the other day, Commodore was one of their best sellers. Yeah. yeah. So why did they kill one of their best sellers? I think it's got a lot to do with this the same sort of PSA deal yeah. and getting the right cars for yeah. the General Motors market. So with the Insignia as it's sold overseas, mm-hmm. Vauxhall and Opel, uh, I don't think they were going to be allowed to sell it as a Holden anymore. Right. Um, that's and an, same that's with an the Astra. I, scenario. So, I was at an Astra launch about four years ago, three years ago, and I remember sitting in a car with some a very high level executive from Holden. And um, front seat. Front seat. We were. I was yeah. driving. He was in the passenger seat, and I said, "So, what's going to happen uh, now that uh, Opel has been sold to PSA, and and that's the insignia brand, which is the platform for Commodore? Like, where's it going to leave Commodore in five years' time?" And his answer was, oh, five years is a long time. You've got nothing to worry about there. Ooh. But the writing was on the wall yeah. then. Yeah. Five know. years in the automotive uh, context is not a long not time. Not a long time at all. At all. No, no. That, that's, that's smoke <laughs> yes. and mirrors, that's that right. one. That's yeah. It goes sure. by very fast. And I think yeah. the thing with, uh, you know, as we've all spoken about before, mm. moving from the Aussie-made one to the European imported one, mm. it was just... It wouldn't have worked, no, no matter what happened. Yeah. Yep. I, I just think it was a mistake to do yep. it, mm. um, and they should have maybe just retired Commodore when it was a, yep. a worthy time to do so. Another, another high-profile name that's inspired Aussies for generations, of course, is the Kia Soul. Oh, yes. That's, uh, that's another one that caused some, some wrench when it departed yeah. the, the lineup. Yeah. It, it was really of that pitched at a youth market, customizable. Mm. it's a bit zany, a bit mm. left of centre. Mm. Yeah. It was just a bit too expensive. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's exactly that. It was never the right price point yeah. um, and never pitched the right way. I mean, today you look at what uh, brands are doing around small SUVs. It was never marketed as a small no. SUV, but if it had been, wow, its fortunes could have been completely different. And there's other examples of that, like uh, there's the Cube. Yep. Uh, there's oh, there's so many. Toyota Ruckus. Ruckus. The Ruckus, the Volkswagen Up. Yep. Uh, yep. All of those are great cars, all, you know, car People love them, yeah. um, and they're the ones which seem to have been lost. Yeah. The yeah. up was also manual only, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Which was a bit of a handicap, yeah. as well as yeah. the price issue. Mm. But the Kia Soul, like when it, I remember driving one of the very first ones, it was one of my first cars I ever drove as a motoring journalist, mm. and it had those uh, speakers with the lights in them that would pulse to the beat of the music. Wow. And that was yeah. like, I was like, wow, you were this, thinking, this, well, is, this is the yeah. life. This is yeah. cool, man. <laughs> this is a cool man's car. Right, um, pulsing coloured speakers. And then, you know, it was also orange with uh, grey stickers on the outside of it. And it was just one yeah. of those things where you went, I get what they're trying to do, yeah. but they don't know what they're doing, doing with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the sole nameplate might not be dead completely okay. for Australia. It mm. might yep. return as an EV. That's yep. the, mm-hmm. the general feel of it, as All well right. as the Nero electric SUV. Yep. So I think Kia might refocus its energy with the Soul. Well, I suppose um, it, it's an opportunity to learn, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, from that one not having hit the mark, yeah, you can only do better second time round, you'd yeah. hope. Yeah. And but there's been there's been a few of these small SUVs that just haven't 
worked. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Ford EcoSport is one mm. of those SUVs that designed to look really rugged mm. and tough. Yeah. Mm. Just doesn't sell. Doesn't sell, and uh, you don't want people to park too close behind you either because that the has tailgate. a tailgate which opens like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Right. yeah. So it yeah. does. So it does. Mm. Now, Tarago. It, oh, the thing that ah. got me about Tarago's departure was it became a mainstream oh, news story. Yeah. I yep. saw it on a broadcast television uh, news report. Yep. Yeah. That yep. was really extraordinary. It's the Vegemite. Of, yeah. of, of, of cars, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's been replaced by the Granvia, yeah. and, and it's not a very good replacement. Uh, the Granvia is, is, is a good van, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not a very good family car. And it's mm. more, yeah, it's more commercial yeah. grade, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's a professional grade kind of car. It's yeah. comfortable, but it's a tourist shuttle, and it doesn't have yeah. a lot of room yeah. for cargo. Yeah, so if yeah. you're if you're operating out of you know a city centre and picking up people from the airport with a little trailer on the back, it's perfect. I reckon there's a market to do a Granvia inspired trailer design. Yes. So you could sell it as a package yeah, deal for sure. So yes. it's got that mad big grill on the front of it yeah. and the same sort of wheels as you get on the Granvia. I can picture. The, yeah. Gonna, can I paint? You're an this? ideas man. I want to do this. Seriously. Ideas man. Yeah. But yeah, um, I agree with you 100. percent Would you make it look like a little? Baby Granvia being towed behind it? <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, that nice. would be good. And it, then you can fit all your luggage. Yes. But I think the thing about Tarago was that we were talking about it in the office. Mm. Everybody's got a Tarago story. Sure. Like mm. I remember we, uh, as a family, in the mid-90s, we took one uh, from our place in Cooma as a family group down to Echuca. Uh, on the river to go on the river, mm. and then drove back and went and saw my uncle do some army stuff. But <laughs> oh boy, let's not go down He's that road. Oh. Is he? Um, what was he doing? Uncle no, he was that his own private militia. Yeah. He was enrolling. He was the one that was in the news <laughs> the at that stuff. stage. He was enrolling. He did the the thing where he joined Al-Qaeda the army or something. No, no. <laughs> He no, not also, secret army. He was also demarking a certain principality, wasn't he? He was seceding yes. from the country yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, it was Sorry no big that. deal. Just army stuff. That no, was Kapuka. Um, but anyway, <laughs> right. So there, yeah. Tarago stories. Also, my okay. my mate had one, and he it was his. Well, it was his mum's car, mm. and uh, he used to drive us around in it on his P plates when we were in uh, Kuma back cutting, in the day. Some sick laps, oh, so, and. It was such, such a good park. car. We all have this one song that we all remember playing. You know that I've got a new apartment, baby. Oh, now how does it go? Keep going. No, I'm no, not I sure want, of it. Don't want to carry it. Can't quite place it. That was the marching <laughs> next time that your uncle used when he was yeah. uh, parading yeah. the troops as well, yeah. wasn't it? He's got a yeah. new apartment. The the th- in the, bush. the Tarago the Tarago thing I remember is when the first one arrived late eighties. Uh, I was working on Modern Mo- uh, Motor Magazine. And we realised that its profile was exactly the same as the Fiat Multipla backwards. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so we f- photographed them together. And when you turned oh, wow. the Fiat around, it's, seriously, yeah. it was like the same. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Aero obviously works frontwards and backwards. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I just remember going on camping trips with, not my family, because we didn't go anywhere. It was family. Other, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was my friend Andrew Gray, his family, the Gray okay. family. And yeah. they had a Trago and it was like... The high end Tarago, and it had like red velour oh, upholstery yes. with the buttons. Deluxe. Did it have buttons? Yeah, 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 yeah. Button, everything. Button it was back. like it yeah. was button really back well seat. fitted out with a roof, the sunroof. Yeah, with a well. roof. Yeah, with a. <laughs> no, the convertible, not the convertible Tarago. Oh, oh. That would be amazing. Wow. Um, no, with a Targa type. Not I a bet targa, that's yeah. been done. I yeah. bet there's yeah. a bush yeah. basher, <laughs> like paddock basher Tarago somewhere. If it doesn't have a roof, a Tarago pickup. I need a Tarago convertible. Yes. It oh. would be so rigid and, yeah. and predictable. It had a stink in it, though. Like oh. it had a smell. Was that the Gray family in general? <laughs> 
There were three boys. Um, oh. No, there was, a, there was a bit of a smell. And yeah. it might have been the velour. You can't get smells out of velour. <laughs> Will, our last <laughs> candidate that we've picked uh, as the top five departures is the Mitsubishi Lancer, which has <sighs> once again been coming from way back when. You know, the, mm. the sword of Damocles has been hanging over its head forever. Mm. Yeah. Um, and finally, it's departed the scene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Rex's rival. I. In the, in the, or, or, you know, the impressive rival. Yeah. And, it's, yeah, yeah. The yeah. glory days of the Mitsubishi Lancer are a mm. long, 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 long time ago. It was an, it was an yeah. outlier, wasn't it? In yeah. the sense that Mitsubishi made it very plain that it wanted to be an SUV and commercial vehicle focused yeah. business and conventional cars, hatches and sedans were, were going to be tailored. But it's just the Lancer was the last car standing. Yeah. Yeah. It was one well, of the, Australia's most popular, you know, small cars. Yeah. Up there with Corolla. Yeah, yeah. Still Corolla. Popular. That's yeah. true. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were selling them for next to nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. still the Mirage in the Mitsubishi lineup. Too true. You're right. For Absolutely. now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's Which is proudly wearing its dynamic shield grill and yeah. looking all the better for it. Mm-hmm. Aptly mm. named too, mm. the Mirage, because mm. it's probably not going to be there for much longer. <laughs> I thought I saw one, yeah. <laughs> but it turned out not to be the It was just suffering from early stage death. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> they're the five. If there are others that we've missed um, and you're missing uh, following 2019, let us know. That'd be interesting. Mm. Yeah. And um, what we will do now is move on to our garage yeah. and Ooh. the cars that are very much on sale and available that we have been steering. So, Richard, we'll kick off with you, if you don't mind. Yes, I've been uh, driving the RX Lexus, and Lexus RX 300 Luxury. Yeah. Um, so the RX is a large Lexus SUV, but it's not the biggest. It's not the LX, which is the Land Cruiser-based uh, Lexus, the yep. giant big mothership. Uh, it's pretty big, though. It's 4.8 metres long. The RX 300 has a four-cylinder engine. I've been in the 350 as well. That's got a V6, and you can feel the power difference for oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, the four-cylinder makes a whole lot more sense, though, in terms of fuel economy. Um, $71,920. Things I like, I've, I've made three, and things I don't like, three points as well. Things okay. I like. What, about the car or just in general? Uh, just <laughs> strawberry jam. Just I, don't, yeah, I don't like Vegemite without water on my toast. Strawberry jam. <laughs> yeah. Hot showers. <laughs> Long walks on the beach. You don't like, or you do like I hot do like, showers. I okay. do like, don't like All right, but showers. Back to the car. Um, things I like. You don't have to take the handbrake off when you put it in drive. And you know uh, what? Yes. And that gets me in some cars. I mean, you and know. the reverse is true as well, isn't it? Put yes. it in park, and the yeah. handbrake automatically yeah, yeah, goes yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's little, nice. little things like that, and I knew that, and I felt like I was being a bit naughty each time I just put it in a drive and accelerate. Yeah, I just need to go on. You know what to do. Take the brake <laughs> off. Um, I like the door pockets. They've got these. The front door pockets have got pockets which sort of pull out. And they were huge. I ended yep. up putting everything in there. They were almost like van Your pockets. Your entire family. Whole family would fit <laughs> in those. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, also liked comfortable. Comfortable seats. Really comfortable. Yeah. As soon as my wife got in, she's like, oh, this is comfortable. Um, things I don't like. The body control in the RX feels a bit out of control, if you know mm. what I mean. It's, the, the suspension is good, but... There's a bit of a wobble. Yeah. Um, right. And that's not just, there's a few other SUVs which have got this issue as well. Um, oh, that back window. So in the images or the video that I shot, which you can see behind me. If you're, um, watching, on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, that's right. Um, that back window, the one that goes, it's not a window. 
Well, part of it is like yeah. there's a, the actual window size is about as big as your fist, yep. right? Uh, it's big as, as big if you're watching YouTube, about as big as that. My mug. Wow. Um, the rest of the window is not a window, so that cuts down your visibility at the back there. You got looking through like a tiny hole like that. Especially if um, someone in the back seat is just holding up their mug. <laughs> yeah, at that yeah. Time. that's right. Exactly right. If someone's drinking in the back and does that, you can't see anything. <laughs> see anything. Yeah. Um, what else do I like? Um, ah, the media system. Ooh. Please, 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 Lexus, change that. Give up. Synaptic but it's better now. That one, the new RX has the touchscreen. I almost went off the road trying to like change, <laughs> you know, my Bluetooth audio. I went, yeah. I went just to go from radio to Bluetooth on my phone. I because it 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 moves, and also yeah. the cord, the U, so the cord, the phone, the USB cord to my phone. When it brushes it, it oh. actually. Moves the cursor around as well. It's that sensitive. I, I had on that the on, the, on the launch of yeah. this car. I did oh. the exact yeah. same thing. You thought it was the cord from your phone. It was actually <laughs> your mind. No, seriously. So the cord just doing this, like just that, <laughs> makes the whole cursor oh. go. It changes. It can change your settings. No, I, I think it, it, it seems. It feels like a point of pride where someone's dug their heels mm. in too hard yep. and should have ages ago said, look, yep. yeah, you I'll, don't I'll have... cop it. It's not really working. We just need to have an amnesty and just yeah, we go, do. no one <laughs> is going to get blamed for this. That's let's a great idea. change it. Yeah, let's have an amnesty. I think yeah. one of the big things about your car that you're in, though, mm. the Lexus base model RX, yes. it's like 10 grand less than the next most expensive RX you can yeah. get, right? So it's 71920 and when you step up to the 350 yeah, it's quite a... Quite a it's few a more sense. Jump. Now I've got to ask you a what if. Well, what would you do, right? Yep. What would you do? Now, the Audi Q5 is a bit smaller, mm-hmm. but you could have an Audi Q5 45 TFSI for $66,900. Mm-hmm. Would you have that or would you have an RX300 for $71,900? Uh, let me think about it, Audi. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Not much thought required. That's right. And see, that's the thing is a GLE or an X5, which is, you know, Kind of more in the ballpark of yeah. size for an RX three hundred. They're twenty thousand dollars more, thirty thousand yeah. dollars more. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. Anyway, that's well, what that's I've terrific. Been Thank you very much for mm-hmm. that uh, summation. Nothing. Concise you. and entertaining. Now, <laughs> M four. We're going to move to you, and it's a long term vehicle. So it it's is. not just this week that it's been in the garage. No, it's been there for some time. We only collected it recently, though. It's oh, okay. a uh, Honda HRV RS. Ah. Really. Special. RS. What makes it an RS? So it gets um, the biggest wheels you can get in any HRV. They're 18s, which is very large for a little car. Uh, And it also gets a variable steering ratio, so it's more sporty. Mm -hmm. And it also gets some unique body styling, like a body kit that runs around all the lower part of the body, including over the wheel arches. There's in black finishes, and it gets different uh, exterior trim finishes on the front and rear as well. It's it's a nice looking little car, mm. um, and I'm going to be living with it for six months. I've already Not living in it for six months. You're going to be living with it. Well, although Did I that say could in be it? an interesting story. I th- yeah, I don't know. Things aren't going so well at home, are they? Yeah, no, I mean, so. <laughs> yes. You, you does do call the, it the doghouse. It does <laughs> have the magic seat, so you can fold the seat Ooh, completely flat with refresh so. mode. Did you know that there's a mode, if you read the manual, because you know I like to do that, I know that. Um, there's a refresh mode and involves sitting in the back seat and putting your legs up over the top of the front seat and this front seat goes down and it's... it's How is that described <laughs> in the owner's manual? Pretty much just like that. I'm Didn't just it? getting the schematic yeah. that must accompany the text. Yeah. I demonstrated it. Like years ago, I did a video where I dressed as Batman and did the HRV review and I ex- showed people how to use refresh mode, so... 
That's odd. You'll find it there. That is odd. Yes. Okay, yeah, is. well, that's and something to look forward to. Yeah. I think that's part of the story with the HRV. You did that video years ago. Yes, right. And it's still the same car. Uh, so it's got yeah. some yeah. some foibles, some issues. I love the space um, in the back, though. Yeah. The, boot, the cargo space is excellent. And I think it's, it's one of those cars already, I can tell you. It's one of those cars that you buy if you're a smart mm-hmm. city buyer, um, someone who wants a practical but... Uh, very compact car, yeah. Um, but it's also one of those cars that could be a lot better in a lot of ways. CVT so, is yeah. is annoying. But if you seriously, if you if you're not about driving and you are about moving people around and you've got lots of you know luggage to take, the HIV is hard to beat. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a really it's smart mm. in lots of ways. It is, but. Yes, well, I'll keep you up to date as I uh, as live with it, it over yeah. the next six there months. There are a few of those, aren't there, that, that are, must be tempting to just, look, if it isn't broken, don't fix it, yeah. you know, yep. we'll leave it in market, it's doing well. Mm. But by the time you've you've milked that for all it's worth, you're really stuffed yep. at the end of it if you haven't got anything to replace it, like ASX, Mitsubishi. And, oh, yeah. gosh, I'm yeah. glad yeah. you said, said yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> and I'll be uh, also including, because it's part of our urban guide mm-hmm. part of the site, mm-hmm. uh, I've installed a dash cam Ooh. as part of the long-term ownership. And how does the dash cam work, Matt? Um, <laughs> we're not going to go into that. But, it's not but gonna... how easy, because you were telling me yesterday that you need an also... Supr- what, what brand of, what brand brand of dash cam is it, is it Matt? Navman? The one I've got at the moment is a Navman. Navman. But oh, I'm going Navman. to be doing a comparison test between a bunch of different Go... GoPros, I was going to yeah. say, uh, the dash cams, yeah. a bunch of them yeah. um, at different price points to see how they all perform. Are you going to have them all set yeah. up on the like, dash on at the, the same dashes. time? Yes. Like a comparo. Oh, a comparison. That's a great idea. So you can idea. compare the footage between mm. each of them and see what you're you getting. You are going to look like the ultimate stealth <laughs> cop car. Massive nerd. You're going to look like a narc. You are totally. <laughs> or the most paranoid driver ever yeah. to venture out onto the road. But surely, like, in this day and age of built-in sat-navs, right, mm. and, and, and cameras are coming in, these are superfluous. These are going to be... Not but long for this world. The counter-argument mm. is that with this sort of system, a mm. dash cam mm. with GPS monitoring, mm. so it can tag if you have an accident and you record it, mm. or it can... Uh, register if the car's hit when you're not in it. Mm. Um, it's also got stuff that these sorts of cars that have been around for a few years and don't have all the latest safety tech, yep. it's got stuff that they miss out on. Like it's got forward vehicle move away alert. So yep. if, if you're distracted uh, yep. and the car in front of you moves away, rather than get a honk from the bloke behind mm. you, it goes beep beep and then you're like, oh, okay, the car in front of me is gone. You can self-honk. It's got yeah, forward collision warning. It'll detect if you if it thinks you're going to hit the car in front of it. That's you. amazing. It's got speed limit and speed camera warning zones. Like, how much these features ex- sound amazing? <laughs> how much do people expect to pay for something well, like this? Well, they'll have to wait and see when I do the comparison <laughs> test right. at Urban And Guide. if you buy one, yeah, how is- many do I get? Do I get one for my friends as well? <laughs> but we can't discount. I know we're being silly. Get one for the guy. We can't in front. discount the fact that these safety features that you can add to your car for five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars is. <gasps> Less no. than five hundred dollars in some. That instances. sounds too good to be true. <laughs> and how do people, do people just call that number at the bottom of the screen now? <laughs> this is what I got to deal with. <laughs> how many are left? <laughs> yeah, look, the stocks are running out, are aren't they? You've so, got to act now. You know now, what? Is it true? <laughs> I'll even throw in a set of steak knives. No, no way. <laughs> and do they cut steak? No, they're just for uh, road rage purposes. Now we're going to cut through all that. Cut, 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 and tip in yeah, what with you a Kia yeah. Sorento Black Edition. So it's forty eight thousand. Technically, it's forty eight thousand four hundred ninety dollars. But it's current uh, before you pay on road costs. Yeah, uh-huh. it's currently forty eight thousand nine ninety drive away. 
So wow. you, you're just under fifty thousand uh, dollars on the road. It's a lot of car for the money. Mm-hmm. It's a three point five liter V six petrol, thirsty front wheel drive only, Ooh. eight speed auto, and it's a seven seater. Yep. So what I would say, the black edition is defined largely by gloss black grills and black alloys, mm. um, a big sunroof, mm. um, you've got the black side mirrors, some LED front fog lamps and a few other bits and pieces. So that's all been added on. And really the takeouts for me, comfortable, smooth, refined, really good quality inside. I found it hard to fault. Mm. Heaps of safety loaded in there. Um, and it made me think, you know, why buy a badge? You know, when, when I was driving, I was just thinking, this is such a good seven-seater. Mm. You started to just split hairs to find faults with it in the mm. sense that, yeah, it could have more power. Yes, it could be easier to get into the third row. It's a bit awkward. It doesn't have a tumbling kind of second-row seat, mm-hmm. so you have to clamber into there. But overall, um, I was really impressed with that car. Yeah. We've said for a long time that Kia Sorento's, you know, up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you'd be crazy to sort of spend any more money yeah. and you know you can get seven seats yeah. Yeah. which are all accessible even to adults in the back it's it's so yeah, good and if you, need, recommend it. if you really mm. need to use the third row all the time then we mm. recommend a carnival because it's mm. the next best thing but without the yep. SUV yep. body yep. but also can we just say goodbye to black editions for right. for now uh, right. I'm so I sick know. of them I right. reckon there was 20 black edition models in 2019. Because you go yep. from your serious black edition, mm. which is Mercedes AMG, yeah. which yep. always means like you've got to take the brave pills before you get yep. in whatever it yep. is, yep. to just, yeah, some black bits and pieces on a car. And so many of them are doing it as part of a run-out deal. So mm. we saw a black pack on the Astra, which should have been a ding, 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 ding right. <laughs> in uh, mid-2019. Yes, yes, yes. But also um, that, that indicates to us that the Sorento is in in the end of its life cycle as well. Right, um, that's right. Good and they've point. confirmed that a new one's coming out this year. So yep, yep. They need to sell what they've got. Well, if this is the outgoing one. oldie, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the new one will want to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Um, okay. I recently, our uh, sister website, uh, Kelly Blue Book in the United States, did a uh, study into whether special editions uh, will will make you any more money when it comes time to reselling them. Not only did they find out that a special edition car uh, doesn't have the same value as as a regular, but yep. you get less for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> So well, if you're great. buying a special great edition news. thinking this is going to be a collector's item in a few years' time, it's yeah. better it's be It's basically a your superannuation, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Pretty much. Buy one of these and you, you're looking, no, you're sitting on a stack it. of money in five years' time. That's it. People want to buy People want to buy the regular car, not you know what was the Surf's Up edition of the yeah. Hilux from yeah. 2019. I think that, I think the sunny that's, side up the sunny side. <laughs> Particularly like if you're talking yeah. about a, a Nissan X-Trail mm. N-Trek or, a, mm. or something like that, but maybe not so much if you're talking about a performance model that's got a specific uh, launch yeah. edition. Yeah, or, yeah, but it yeah. also goes to, you know, the divisions between grades in a mm. particular model of car. Yeah. Mm. So you might have a 1.3 engine, a 1.5, and mm. different levels of standard features. That all just melts into one amorphous blob yeah. Yeah. in the second-hand market. Yeah, yeah, it does. It just becomes a brand X, whatever yeah. it is, that model, as yeah. opposed That's to people right. worried too much about the engines and totally. all that stuff. Yep. Like, yep. it's good value. This, I mean, look, not to take anything away from the Kia Sorento, it's really good value if you're the first owner mm-hmm. um, and the second owner, but you're not going to get any more for it when you sell it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah good point. Mm. All right. Well, look, speaking of good cars and some that aren't so good or just cars, <laughs> it's time for... Our favourite, favourite car maker in Musquatch.
Now, first, first up, first yes. up, it's nothing to do with cars. It's all to do with Grimes. So uh-huh. Grimes, the people who know of Grimes, she's a uh, very popular performance artist in the music business. Mm. And she has allegedly been dating uh, the dear leader officially since early 2018. They made a public appearance at the Met Gala in New York. Mm-hmm. And so since then, they have been an item, allegedly. I think they broke up at some point. You may have the inside running on that, Richard. <laughs> I, I've fallen out of touch was, with her. Was that that phone call from Elon we a couple of months ago? We had our own issue. Might have been. Yeah, been. He calls me drunk I, at about got 2 o'clock his time in the morning. About Grimes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. good old Grimes, he has posted up a nude pic of herself on Instagram with a photoshopped kind of embryonic yes. baby uh, superimposed over her yeah. belly. Yes. Uh, there is, a, for those who must, you know, get the full story, there is a full nude version on Twitter, and her handle is at G-R-I-M-E-Z-S-Z. Um, I'm just going to go there right now. <laughs> so. so, she talks about, in that post, she talks about being knocked up and everybody has leapt to the conclusion that she is pregnant and that Elon Musk is the father and that they're expecting a child. There you go. And Elon, from his uh, previous uh, marriage, has already has five sons. Wow. wow. Three of which I think are triplets. Wow. Mm. Will this affect his plans to live on Mars? Oh. Maybe he'll just send them all there. Look, there's plenty of capacity yeah. on the Starship. That thing is geared to carry lots and lots of people. Yeah, it's huge. He'll have his own one anyway. Yeah. Yeah, true. You have a, his have own a, planet. What do you mean as a dad will it get in the way of him I mean, and if, his... You know, if you're planning to jet off in 10 years' time mm. and, and Elon Jr. is, you know, 10 years old and yeah. going, Daddy, Daddy, I don't want to go. Oh, I don't think that'll stop him. Wow. Mm. Won't stop him. Elon Musk the second. Yeah. Mm. The kids would be the same. I, wonder what, I don't know. Do we motivated. know the names of his other kids? Or is that too no, private? No, but that, we'll just take that on as a research Model one, project. Model yeah, 1, 2, yeah. 3. <laughs> <laughs> Their names spell out sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wrong. Uh, Sebastian. Now, speaking of <laughs> him being, uh, being a dad, at the Gigafactory opening in China, which in itself is an enormous achievement, okay, yes. he's built this enormous, it's for Model 3, Model Y, and some uh, battery mm. uh, production, I think. Um, he was dad dancing with the best oh, of them. So wow. it was the opening. You know, it's the first Tesla Model 3 cars were delivered yeah. out of that Shanghai factory. Um, Musk said he'll design a future Tesla vehicle in China that will be sold globally. He also said China would open a new design and engineering center and will use the Shanghai Gigafactory to build a production program for the Model Y. Mm. All of this really amazing stuff. All anybody's talking about is he's exceptionally bad dancing oh. on the stage it, during the opening ceremony. I haven't seen dancing like that since a wedding I went to two months ago. And <laughs> like, was you was, doing the dancing? It was mainly me. <laughs> it was me. So mm. people watching on YouTube, you can catch uh, just a few of his very slick moves wow. uh, happening I've, behind us. I've never seen something so embarrassing. It's on pretty video. bad. Well, like not seen, since not since they broke a, tried to break a, or broke a window of the Cybertruck. That, that was embarrassing. That was maybe he was. Maybe this is all a PR ploy. He's on they've a said, roll. Elon, draw attention away. From can you it. do a dance? Yeah, just to get Cybertruck. No, no, they've said, can you do something to get a bit of extra PR? I'm not throwing any metal balls at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll dance. And it was bad, and he was wearing a T-shirt, so he had like a, bu- a co- button-up shirt. And he stripped shirt, off his coat, and, co- did and a he had a T-shirt yeah. over like a long sleeve button-up shirt, and it looked so. It looked so. Businessman dancing at the office party. And the translator at the end just going, thank you. (laughs) 
No. And it kept going. Don't thank him he for that. Going. The only thing that could have improved it would be a bit of pointing. Oh, a yeah. Bit of pointy dancing. I'm a pointer. You, are you a pointer? I'm a, when I get up on, like, wow. so if I go to, like, a, a dance hall, um, I'll jump you up. You do a bit of pointing. I, I actually will jump wow. up on the stage and do a bit of da- pointing. Bit of pointing Where stuff? is there a dance and hall? And you, and you, and <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Elaine Bennis for the Seinfeldians yes, the out there. Dancing. She's now, a bad dancer. He also, now, we've mm. also now understand why... Uh, back in early 2018, he changed his Twitter handle to Elon Tusk. Yes. Because it now emerges he's made a cameo appearance in the fourth season of Rick and Morty. And for people who aren't aware of Rick and Morty, it is a fantastic animated series. Now, Rick Sanchez, who's one of the main characters, Mm. recruits an alternate Elon Musk from the multiverse, uh, who is actually Elon Tusk, surnamed because he has tusks emerging from his lower jaw. Uh, uh, mm, um, mm. And it's a complicated heist uh, scenario, including Steely, which is one of my favourite characters, yep. I must say, from Rick and Morty. And Tusk says uh, his tusks keep his ego in check <laughs> and he'd be a more difficult character without them. So, <laughs> And it's that- actually voiced by Elon Musk. Musk. It's great. He's done it himself. It's so wow. good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know... I have this meter in my head where I love him and then I hate him. And then I went back to love again after he did that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, bear in mind, it was a year ago that he well, did Well, there you go. So in the interim, you've gone up back and down. down. <laughs> um, back up. It's back up again. Anyway, mm. now speaking of back up again, the share price is now at $481, a bit over $481. And the last time we met, which was a few weeks ago uh, in the end of last year, $404 when what? we signed off. So 80, what? It's gone, it's gone up, up 80, another $80. How's that possible? That's the price of it. How much is Telstra or a regular share <laughs> so these look, days? Jeff Reeves, oh Jeff Reeves at MarketWatch says he has five things that Tesla bears keep getting wrong Tesla about bears. this stock. Like bears? So they're like they're bear negative. Market. They're Not very negative bears. about the stock. Oh, well. He's, look, the whole thing with bears and Jeff Reeves doesn't, doesn't we don't want to go into that. Um, but Not that kind of bears. He says that hyped up uh, themes or stocks tend to be driven by a narrative, not fundamentals, and a perfect fodder for speculation. Mm. Sounds logical. But eventually hard facts or simple impatience takes its toll and the high-flying stocks fall out of favour. But what he's saying is there are five reasons why you shouldn't think that way about Tesla as a stock. Mm. First one, look. It's gone more than 2,500% growth since its 2010 initial public offering. Mm-hmm. That is hard to argue with. Yep. He says Tesla's China opportunity isn't overblown. Musk's five-year-old forecast is right on schedule. Um, old share price targets are just that, old. So it's a, it's a fast-moving, it's a volatile stock and it's a fast-moving sector. Uh, market capitalization is irrelevant. So people trying to compare um, mm. Tesla with GM and Ford and all these, these very large companies, he considers that irrelevant. And shorting is for suckers. You know, a bearish position on Tesla is simply a money-losing proposition, is mm. what he says, evidenced by the growth since 2010 in, in the value of the share. Isn't it funny, though, that, you know, just... Three months ago, we were talking about this is the end. I know. Yes, yeah. they're done. The I, number of predictions. Yeah. You know, we were on that bandwagon. Yep. This is looking bad. Very shaky. Yeah. This China deal, I reckon, will cement it mm. because the as everybody knows, when you go into business in China, you go into business with the Chinese government. And at the yeah. risk of stating the bleeding obvious, mm. the big critical issue there is 
China's adoption and continued yes. love affair with electric cars. That's right. Whether that continues to be That's, the case. It's seal, yeah. I reckon it could. It, this will seal it. When, you, when yeah. you're an all-electric mm. car company, mm-hmm. you do have your eggs in one basket. Oh, yeah. So if China, yeah. for whatever reason, falls out of love with electric cars, yeah. you either want to diversify yeah. and change your position pretty quickly, yeah. or you're going to suffer. Well, no. they did start to fall out of love with them late last year when they started to roll back the incentives. The incentives, so the, yeah. Mm. the sales of electric cars plummeted by about 20%. Yeah. So... I don't know whether it's going to be the be-all and end-all for them, but... As always, we get to watch from the sidelines. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And with that, we have reached the finish line. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. And thank you, Matt. Thank you. And thanks, as always, to our executive producer and lead sound architect, Mr. Pritchard, for his zen-like calm and stunning skills. He's gone full art house today with the blue man face. He's got the denim vest and the argyle golf pants, which it's an... Absolutely striking it's a combination. Look. Oh, it is a look. He fills the trouser well. Please pass oh, on the word me. about the podcast and let us know your thoughts by searching for Cars God on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag CG Podcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. If you're an iTunes listener, please rate and review us. And remember, you can watch us on YouTube. Hmm. But before we go, mate of mine's living in Minnesota. Um, at the moment. Oh, in America. It, it was minus 10 overnight, and he mm. told me he couldn't find the car window scraper. So he had to use a plastic store discount card to clean the icy windows on his car. Mm. Didn't work very well. He only got 20% off. Uh-huh. What store was it from? <laughs> he didn't mention it. Oh. May have been Tajay. <laughs> uh, yeah, could have been. JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> they don't have JB. Napman. Sadly, they don't have it in they, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Is that it? That's the end of the podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>